Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. I the games when I was a kid. Trouble. They put the dice in a bubble because they knew we were stupid. <laughs> if they weren't in the bubble, we'd lose them for sure. I lost the dice! Otter in a bubble! I lost them again! Otter in a bubble! I'm sensing a pattern. I'd like to see one of those in Vegas at the craps table. Baby needs a new pair of shoes. Boop, boop. We played mousetrap. We played it differently than other families. The way we played mousetrap is we would try to guess how far we would get into the setup process before we got frustrated and threw everything back into the box. <laughs> so true. That's uh, comedian Brian Regan, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Do they still make that game? Yeah. I think If you so. lost one piece, you were screwed. It yeah. was like, where's the cage? Oh, no. The perfect fruit and vegetable combination to increase your life expectancy and what your employees really want you to say to them. It is Tuesday, the 2nd of March of 2020. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. New study on healthy eating just came out, and here's the part that caught our attention. When it comes to fruits and vegetables, you don't need to overdo it. Researchers followed the eating habits of more than 100,000 people over the course of 30 years. That's a lot of people in a long time to look at their eating habits. And the ones who ate at least five servings of fruit and vegetables per day did, in fact, live longer. But they also found that five is kind of the upper limit. More than that won't hurt you, but it also doesn't help you. The perfect amount they found through that study is three vegetables and two servings of fruit a day. Wow, you could do all of that in one salad, couldn't you? Or smoothie. And be done with it. Yeah, people who ate that combo lived longer than the people who ate more fruits than vegetables. Unfortunately, only one out of 10 people eat that much produce a day normally, but we should because it would lower our cancer risk by 10%, which is significant. Mm -hmm. Heart disease, it would lower that by 12%. Respiratory diseases by 35%. Wow. And your overall risk of premature death by 13%. Not all fruits and veggies count, however. They did find that leafy greens make a big difference, the biggest difference. However, starchy vegetables like corn, peas, and potatoes don't help All us All the live good long. things don't. Corn isn't a vegetable, Jen. It is not. No. 
And fruit juice evidently <sighs> does not help either. It's hard. I probably need to eat more fruits. It's hard for me to. I like from. I just. It's. I got to be in a mood. And I'm the same way. The sweetness of oh, it. Not I just. Me. I love it. Although I could do an apple every day, but like the sweet stuff. Right. They're just a pain in the butt to buy. Oh, that's sweet. Well, you can yes. get them cut up at Kroger. Yeah, I know. You can get them cut up, but it's like, you know, you got to eat them within a couple of days. Yeah, you have to really be dedicated <laughs> to the fruit. She's right. She's more dedicated. You better know though. you're going to eat them yeah. in the next couple of days. But see, I enjoy going to the store every day. Because, you know, up in the Northeast, um, like, we go to this, you you shop for what's fresh, you buy what's fresh that day, you I'm prepare like you. it that day, and then you go again the next day. It's See, part of I the ritual. Don't. I like going once a week. Like, I'm going today to Kroger. When we get off the air, I got a big old long list. I have planned out our meals and, until next week. That's the old-fashioned suburban yes. Americana yes. method where you make one big trip to the grocery yeah. store and put it in your multiple Hey, what are we freezers. having for dinner tonight? Oh, we're going to make enchiladas? Cool. I'll run up right now and grab the four things I need. Yeah. That's well, well, that's a luxury of not having children as well. Yes. Because that does True. change shopping habits. You just don't have the kind of time to get, to make that stop every day. We also do like a fruit share, my friend Sarah and I. So if I buy like the big bag of cuties and I know we're not going to go through, I'll, I'll bring them to work and give them to her wife. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. Like, I get, like, it's easy to do that. You know what I mean? If you know you're not going to be able to eat all the fruit, Jen, mm-hmm. give it to a neighbor. My parent, my... Both of my parents, including my stepfather, they all grew up in, not the city, but they grew up in urban neighborhoods, kind of like Oakley or OTR, where there was always a market within walking distance. And since most families only had one car, whoever didn't have the car could walk to market and do the Mm -hmm. shopping for that day for the family. If you feel like the past year has has been a never-ending cycle of your kids trashing the house and you cleaning it over and over again. You're not the only one. According to a new survey, parents have spent 59 total hours of their life just cleaning up the messes their kids have made during the <laughs> pandemic. And that feels like that's on the low end. I was going to say 59 <laughs> hours of their life? I thought that Holy. was like in a year. A that's, week. <laughs> that is almost two and a half entire days since the pandemic began. Those numbers are based on the average kid making six messes per week with each one taking their parents around 16 minutes to clean up. Whoa. That and sounds low to me, doesn't it, to you? Most common messes involve food, oh. toys, and clothes. I've evolved in that department, though. Like, it for me, I used to, like, every night before we went to bed, we would, like, pick up all of the toys, and we would have it, per- like, ready to go in the morning, you know, and kind of reflect on, like, oh, look at what we did today with Candyland and blah, blah, blah. Now I'm like, we'll deal with it tomorrow. 
because if I don't have time, I just am fine. I've evolved to being fine with the mess as far as the yeah, children. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. Because it's just, I mean, if I'm picking up constantly after you or even trying to get you to do it all the time. Just doing busy work all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like I'd rather hang out or, you know, go watch a show with Scott and just deal with it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. There's a 36-year-old guy named Rudy Willingham in Seattle. His eight-month-old daughter is in the second percentile for weight. And the doctor said she needed to take in more calories before her next appointment. So Rudy came up with an idea to get her to chug more formula <laughs> by using chug. a Just the word. beer bong. Oh, God. Uh, he said, I gained a ton of weight this way in college. So I figured uh, it would do the same for her. <laughs> so he built a baby beer bong out of a funnel and a tube, and then he attached a bottle <laughs> nipple to the end of it. And he posted a TikTok video of his daughter really seeming to enjoy uh, pounding her formula out of the beer bong. So I have to find this. It was at least successful. That's funny. God. Beer bong. When's the last time you guys I even bombed a beer? That it's like <laughs> college. I don't think I hey, did really? it after college. Yeah, same. I shotgunned mean, a couple cans this past summer. Tailgating for the Bengals games, that seemed to be, like, if you weren't in the Thunderstruck circle, there were lots of people, like, bonging beers. Yep. I miss tailgating. What about a keg stand? Oh, I, 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 I was always, like, a heftier woman, so I could never really get myself <laughs> up there. <laughs> I always felt very also insecure about having other people hold my legs. I just didn't trust it's them. It's a trust yeah. thing, for it sure. It is, and I yeah. didn't have that trust. Yeah. I think it was probably 19. The Coast Guard in North Yorkshire, England, got a call on Saturday afternoon after someone spotted a family's camping tent set up on a small patch of grass just two feet from the edge of a cliff. And we're talking about a cliff that had a 280-foot drop. Uh, And by the way, this is an area that's known for landslides. An officer said they explained the dangers to the two adults and the child in the tent and got them to move. The cops also went to went to the scene to see if the family was breaking any COVID lockdown rules, but there's no word on whether or not they were. Do you like the peanut butter more than the chocolate in Reese's peanut butter cups? Let's yeah. see if you like it this much. Reese has just announced a new type of peanut butter cups that are all peanut butter, no chocolate. So it's basically a peanut butter shell with peanut butter filling. It's like eating a scoop of peanut butter, but molded into a weird shape with way more sugar. Uh, these are going to hit stores next month, so look for those. And this is a bold move, for sure. A woman named Alex Koboth from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just tweeted a screenshot of the texts a guy sent her when, when she ended things after three dates. Here's the quote. It's only fair to ask for equal payment from you from the dates we went on. I paid for both of us each time, and I'd say that $35 is more than fair for your share of the food and drinks. And I view you as a fair girl, so I hope you'll consider reimbursing me. So now her tweet is going viral, and evidently she has not sent him any money. Well, the question in my mind is, does he really, does he need it? I mean, is you know, if it, if if he's struggling right now, Send him the $35, but if he's driving a Mercedes and living in a half a million dollar home. 
You just save that for yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then next time, have the conversation when you're out on the date that you would like to split the cost of the meal. It is interesting how he views this, though. It's like, uh, well, I consider that an investment. You know, I, I paid for those meals because I thought this was going somewhere. Right. That there would be some kind in a relationship. of payoff in it for me. Mm-hmm. And since it went nowhere, then, you know, why not help me absorb the cost so I can divert that money into a more promising relationship. Uh, For the past year, every story we've seen about angry airline passengers has revolved around mask wearing. So this is actually a nice change. A flight in the Middle East actually had to make an emergency landing the other day after a passenger got into the cockpit and attacked the pilots. And that unruly passenger was a cat, a feral cat. Let me tell you. Those feral cats can really cause a mess. Remember that cat that ran out on the baseball field and they couldn't catch it? Mm Mm-hmm. Sounds like this. Like it was just on board and was like, I'm coming in. Yeah, no one's sure how it got on board. They think it might have snuck in while the plane was being clean and then just found a nice little hiding spot in the cockpit. The flight (laughs) took off from Sudan last Wednesday and was headed to Qatar, but 30 minutes in, the cat just showed up out of nowhere and started attacking the captain. Several crew members tried to catch it but couldn't, and it attacked them too. So they really got to a point where they had no choice. We got to turn the plane around. So they that's what they did. They turned the plane around. They went back to the airport. As crazy as that that's sounds, awful. this is not the first time something like this has happened. Back in 2004, someone's cat escaped from its carrier on a flight from Belgium to us, uh, from Belgium to Austria, got into the cockpit, attacked the co-pilot, and forced that plane to land. Wow! Two. Yeah, those feral cats, man. You do not want to con- try to confine them in any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. They go crazy. Right. How would you guys feel about having to turn a- the plane around though because of a cat? I'm already on high irritability, the scale, when I'm in an airport or on a plane. So I'd be livid. I'd be upset, too, I think. And probably wasted. How did he even get on this plane? (laughs) Livid and wasted. I am livid. Livid. (laughs) You know, you're living that, that good, deviant life when you're so used to all your kinky stuff being out around the house. You don't even notice it anymore. Jen. (laughs) <laughs> what? <laughs> the Woman. moose room? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish, what, right? What was the rule you had for Stacy or your cleaning lady or anyone? If anything ever happens me. to me, make sure you put these away. Yeah, here's the, the, here's the stash. Go get she it. She yeah. used to tell me if something, she would text me and say, if something happens to me, get the box out of the closet. <laughs> and then, because I talked about it on the air, she was like, and now I moved it and I can't tell you where it is and, yeah. because you will tell everyone you reveal. where it is. You cannot yeah. be trusted with this information. Now I have so, to find somebody else. That's not true. <laughs> I mean, I would still go and handle your business for you if you needed me to. You just have to Bible me and tell me not to tell oh, anyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, just uh, you know, give her the instructions and seal it in an envelope in the event of my death. Do not open unless, yes. I, unless I die. It's all in here. Uh, a woman just posted a story on Reddit, the, uh, the, t- the Today I F'd Up Reddit forum uh-huh. about an embarrassing moment. She was cleaning up 
before her boyfriend's mom came by and forgot to take the sex shackles off their coffee table. <laughs> what? I love that they're on the coffee table. Shackles. Yeah. Uh-huh. She says her boyfriend's mom sat on the couch and said, so I don't want to ask what's up with the handcuffs on the table, but <laughs> what's up with the handcuffs on the table? And the woman says she responded, quote, don't worry about it. Also, they aren't handcuffs. They're shackles. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a difference. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok. It keeps your um, table in place. You're right. supposed to shackle it. In case there's an earthquake. Correct. <laughs> on the bright side, she says at least her boyfriend's cage was disassembled <laughs> and tucked <laughs> uh, under the guest bed. This is not right. Wow. The cage. That's yeah. funny. I am so boring. We're going to yeah. take a break here. <laughs> Seriously. Let that sink in. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We check the roads. Here's Tori and now with your latest Q102 traffic. Cincinnati's Q102. Jeff and Jen, 751. Cold start. Warming up. Sunny skies. High 44. 25 now. According to a new survey, 53% of people say it's gotten to the point where they will actually miss some aspects of being locked down in quarantine once the pandemic is over. The quieter schedule has been nice. I could see that. Yeah. Not having to run so much. Not having as many things on the calendar. Many commitments. Yeah. A lot of people really have gotten used to and enjoy working from home. And for some of us, the excuse to avoid certain crowded social situations mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and that also includes 8% of people, 8% of people who say they will miss a lot about being able to kind of hunker down during this time. There is a, a really sucky new trend of the high-tech dine and dashing trend where people order food through a delivery app but then dispute their charge with a credit card company to get a refund and i guess this has gotten so bad it's actually driving some restaurants out of business so many disputed charges from delivery like a delivery apps or pre-order like company third parties i just felt like incredibly helpless and frustrated yeah so they they order food through the delivery app and then dispute their charge with a credit com- credit card company to get a refund and oh, that's horrible. It's gotten so bad, it's actually driven some restaurants out of business. And one of the closing businesses is a Korean fusion cafe in Los Angeles. That was the owner, Yu Jin, who was speaking here just a few minutes ago. Uh, I've noticed with DoorDash, which is the one I primarily use, they no longer ask you to review your order. How you used to be able to give them stars and then if you gave them oh. you know only two or three stars they would ask you why and then you'd have a choice you know something missing from your order and they don't do that anymore mine does and <laughs> does it yeah mine does not hmm, it's, that's yeah, weird that doesn't pop up at all how often do does your order arrive with either something missing or it's the wrong order completely do you have that rarely i'll tell you what we live in kenwood and we're surrounded by a lot of restaurants so we have a lot of choices and our doordash consistently is pretty quick and it's almost always accurate and the only time they screw it up 
is usually like over a salad dressing or just some little thing that they forgot to include. It's usually minor. I don't know because I feel like I have now started doing more direct and carry out because it was so messed up for me. Like forgetting stuff. Like I think the bigger the order too. Yeah. Like when we would just order something for me and Chris, it would be fine. But then if there was four people. It was more challenging. There was a whole thing missing like what about uncle joe's same. sandwich and it's not even in here the exact same thing happened to us and we saw our driver after we were like hey you forgot the salad or whatever and they're like oh you got to take it up with them you got to talk to door like it isn't like they go get it and bring it back to they your don't house check, the, the drivers don't check the which order. i understand it's i mean i guess maybe they do and maybe they don't like maybe they didn't include it i don't know most but of the bags we get are sealed yeah. they're sealed mm-hmm. by the restaurant but I think maybe the driver forgot the bag, like Uncle Joe's sandwich didn't make it in there, whatever. <laughs> but it's one of those situations where it's like people are left without food. like, well, And you're feeding four people and one of them's not eating. We have one particular restaurant that it's like almost an adventure to order DoorDash from See them. You're gonna get. Because we just <laughs> never know what's going to show up. Yeah. Mm. It seems like we one time it, we obviously got someone else's order. I mean, there was double the amount of food than what we needed, and it was all completely different stuff. It wasn't even in the ballpark. So we got to try some new and different things that night. Oh, that's funny. That and is kind of fun. We felt really bad for the family that got our order because it was pretty boring by oh, comparison yeah. and probably did not feed the Only entire family. Only two omelets instead of seven. <laughs> yeah. Did they get the muffin, though? <laughs> or the chocolate chip cookies. They got some dessert for sure. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's it's interesting how everybody seems to have a different experience. And, Same. You know, we're pretty pretty consistently lucky we haven't had any issues but if there is an issue though there needs to be like a better system of working that out because i get where it's not necessarily the driver's fault they're just grabbing the bag right. and, and in most cases i'm sure in the vast majority of cases they're delivering it correctly yeah. so usually oh, yeah. if there's an error it's usually on the restaurant end of it but well i need you, to get a hold of them right because i've been in my house for almost a year and my address is still not in the system. I ran into the same problem. Ugh. So five years ago today, I closed on my house mm. in Avondale, yeah, which I no longer live in. I just sold recently. But five years ago today, I closed on that house, and it was on a stretch of Northern Avenue in Avondale that was not yet on the map. They had extended that block Ugh. where the park, where the Children's oh, Hospital yeah. parking garage is, yeah, and. On some maps, it was on there, but others it wasn't. And one of the ones that it wasn't was the Federal Express map. So if I was getting a package via FedEx, they couldn't find me. Yeah, that's the crazy thing is mail has not been an issue, but it has been for It just depends on what GPS system they're using and whether or not it's been updated. A year. How is it not how is it not updating in I mean this is maybe a dumb question but how is it not updating in real time It should be but I think to Jen's point it sometimes takes a year maybe even two depending on when the last update was before mm-hmm. it reflects on all the GPS mapping systems So I can't tell you how many packages <laughs> even from Amazon when Amazon started subcontracting their delivery services mm-hmm. through other carriers besides oh. FedEx and UPS. I can't tell you how many packages got lost that we had to track yeah. down and explain. Yeah. This is a new section of the street. And I would even say, come on, dude. Like, 
Take your eye off the GPS <laughs> and just look at the numbers. The numbers I are clearly know. marked on the house. Well, you see, that's the thing. And I have the written directions. It's like, and what I do, as soon as I get the alert that it's been picked up, I text them and I say, please follow the written instructions. Do they get that? As they like never a, read those. They and don't. They yeah, I don't, don't feel like they do either. Yeah. But even as I, but I, that's why I text them to alert them that there are written directions there and they'll still not look. Even with the text. And before you know it, I'm standing in my driveway <laughs> screaming because I can see the car. I'm like, I'm here! Standing outside my garage in my socks! You have my muffin! And it's 12 degrees outside! <laughs> yeah, you still go back for more every You time. wanted to live on a farm. I know! It's very peaceful there! <laughs> right. Well, with that, we're going to take a breath. And we'll be right back. First, to look at traffic. Here's Toria. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Family dinners were the first thing I was homesick for when I moved out. The warmth of laughter, the smell of dad's pork roast filling the house. Mm, dad's pork roast. There's nothing quite as comforting as the smell of home-cooked meals. That's why I learned to make my dad's recipes. Now, this house is finally starting to smell like home. Good food, good traditions, one great meal. Come together with Swift.